This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew and this is the Who That Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. And this episode is going to be a rumor-heavy episode as, you know, we're at the scouting combine and all the teams are together and just it seems like rumor after rumor is going to, is really coming out for the Saints, for the league. And obviously Sean Payton spoke to the media today, so he talked about um, some, you know, the, it seems like he'd want to talk about their plan for free agency and the draft. Obviously, he didn't get a lot into it, but he did outline a little points, which obviously we want to look uh, at. And then also, um, Mike Silver of um, Sports Illustrated just, you know, he didn't drop a bomb per se, but he dropped a little note about uh, Antonio Brown and the Saints and to keep an eye on it. So we'll definitely get into that as well. And also, we are we are going to, excuse me, recap the Saints um, secondary for the 2018 season. And guys, just one more thing I want to say before we really get into this episode is um, our film study on the defensive tackles and the free agent defensive tackles will be out uh, tomorrow on Saturday. So Saturday, March 2nd, we will definitely be posting that video. So I think with all that said, we're going to jump right into the Saints news. And our first headline is Sean Payton speaks with the media. First, he spoke with John DeSager, and then it seemed like he spoke to the rest of the media. So we're, we're just really going to go point by point what Sean Payton was really trying to say, and we're going to break it down. So his first thing that I really said was he said, right now, the Saints and you know Mickey Loomis, Sean Payton, they're working on redoing and re-signing players' contracts. And to me, what this means is that he's looking at a lot of avenues to open up cap and re-sign players. Obviously, they cut Kirk Coleman, so that's going to free up some cap. But by saying redoing players' contracts, he obviously means restructuring players' contracts. And to me, that's obviously really big as we went over the caps, who obviously maybe he's trying to restructure Drew Brees, maybe Tyron Armstead, maybe Cam Jordan. And uh, that's going to be really interesting to look at as we should see possible news come out on that soon because he is um, working on it. He said he was working on it. So I think that was definitely interesting. Also, resigning players like Mark Ingram, you know, Craig Robinson he talked about. Um, also, you know, he's not, we're not one off to resign this player, but he mentioned Sheldon Rankins and that he's going to be injured and that could play into a need for the Saints. And he said there are really three needs for the Saints right now in his mind, and that's going to be interior O-line and D-line, really the depth there. And then also tight end. And what he said about the tight end group is that he said tight end group's a big, big issue for this team, and he hopes to address it before the draft. So that obviously means in um, free agency or trade. Um, so that's obviously really, really interesting how, you know, there have been reports by um, Josh Katzenzine, and he said that he doesn't think the Saints will get a tight end in free agency. But Sean Payton says, like, we want one in free agency. He kind of went out and just said it. So I think that was obviously really interesting. And I think, look, looking at the tight ends, Jared Cook should be on the top of the list. And I think... Um, Jared Cook should be ahead of you know Antonio Brown. Even if we can get Jared Cook, that would just be a perfect player for us. I don't know if we will be able to get him. Obviously, he's going to have a big market. His price may go out and over what we're willing to pay for him. But I do think Jared Cook would be a really good fit for us. Also, he said they want Mark Ingram back. And he says, hopefully we can get the deal done. Both sides want back, want uh, Ingram back. Ingram wants to be with the Saints. 
um, it's the Saints want Ingram. So this should be able to get done. I think we'll get done really soon, as I said, during our last um, video. And then also he said that the Saints haven't made Antonio Brown talks, but he said, I wouldn't say that there have been talks, even if there were, were talks. So what he's saying is basically, I'm not telling you that we had talks or we didn't have talks and that's final. And he's not going to tell the media straight up. That's what I got out of that. So basically saying like, you know, we had no talks, but I'm not going to tell you if we did have talks. So I think that was just really interesting. So obviously they could have had talks. They may not have. Um, and I think that transitioned us well into our next headline. And that's going to be Mike Silver of Sports Illustrated says, keep an eye on the Saints to land Antonio Brown and acquire Antonio Brown. And other websites like Pro Football, um, not Pro Football Focus, but Pro Football Talk said that the Saints are um, interested in Antonio Brown and they are in the mix for Antonio Brown along with the Raiders. And, you know, they said that the Saints are one of three teams to um, really, they said three teams um, looked into Antonio Brown and now it's looking that the Saints are one of them and the Raiders are one of them. I think the Jets were the other one because the Jets, they did say that they wanted um, Antonio Brown, which is, I mean, they didn't say they wanted Antonio Brown, excuse me. They said they met with Antonio, not met with Antonio Brown. They talked to the Steelers about Antonio Brown. Sorry for the confusion there. But it seems like they're not going to go down the road with Antonio Brown and they're going to really go down the Le'Veon Bell route, which, again, interesting. And, you know, for the Jets fans out there, I think that they need Bell more, but Bell also is going to cost more. So, whatever, I'm not going to get into the Jets news. But to me, I think the Saints are one of those three teams. Seems like the Raiders were the other one and the Jets were the other one. Saints the only NFC team and the Steelers are looking to um, trade Antonio Brown to an um, NFC team. So, Definitely look out for that. Definitely, definitely, definitely look out for Antonio Brown to the Saints. Um, I just think, look, Antonio Brown, obviously go you know, opposite Mike Thomas. And look, he's not a perfect fit, but when you have that kind of talent, you can't deny it. Him and uh, Mike Thomas are both going to be one-on-one because you can't, like, double one. And if you double one, then, I mean, you're leaving the other one one-on-one. And really with no help at all. So you can't really double. You're going to have to just leave that safety back and just hope and play basically nickel defense so you can be able to cover these guys. You're not to play zone. You can't play one-on-one. And it's going to kill um, defense. And then you have Alan Kamara out of the backfield. It's going to be – and think if they got, like, Jared Cook with um, uh, Brown. It's, it's just – possibilities are endless for this offense if they can get Brown. It gives them a lot of flexibility. I said get Jared Cook over him. But Brown's my number two choice for sure. And, look, he's only going to be about $12 million. And the top two candidates in the wide receiver free agency is going to be Golden Tate and Adam Humphreys, and they want 10 to $14 million. That's right in that range. And who would you rather have, Golden Tate or Antonio Brown? Obviously Antonio Brown. So I just that's just all I want to say. Antonio Brown, I think, is a, would be a huge, huge, huge upgrade over what we had. You can't deny it. He would give us wins. And as for the locker room, people think he's our locker room you know, distraction. I don't think he will be on a winning team, as I said before. His talent is undeniable. And if you have a chance to add that, you got to go for it. So I think that's obviously really big. As we alluded to before, Jared Cook is going through test free agency. So... But his market's supposed to be really big. I expect the Saints to be one of those teams. I'll probably bring him in for a visit. And uh, we'll see what he thinks. He said he wants to win a championship, and he's going to look at other options besides Oakland. Obviously, that's really, really big, as I think the Saints could get him as well. Um, Devin Funches, he's going to go into free agency. The Panthers will not resign him. Another wide receiver there. And also, former first-round pick, John Ross, who was, I mean, the fastest 40 time, the speedster. He is going to be looking to be – he's going to be shopped by the um, – Bengals, and uh, they're going to look to trade him. So if the Saints can get him for a 6th or 7th rounder, 
I'd say give him a flyer, see what you can do here as a speedster. And uh, finally, Breeze can throw really a good deep ball. But um, to me, I just want to talk about one more thing about Antonio Brown. If the Saints actually land in Antonio Brown, then what do you do from there? And to me, I would cut Ted Ginn. You save some money, and they don't really need Tegan anymore. Um, I don't like to say this because I like Tegan as a player. You could probably cut Tegan, who's more of that out, outside receiver, and then you can get a slot receiver with Des Bryant. And then you can really have Des Bryant, Michael Thomas, um, Antonio Brown, and then you also have Traquan Smith, Keith Kirkwood. Those are your five guys. That's a really, really good wide receiving core, and I think that is one of the best cores in the league when you're looking at right now. I mean, whether a wide receiver duo is better, and you add Des Bryant to that, you know, former Pro Bowler, former really all-star, a superstar really, and you get a really good team and really good wide receiving core at least, and I think the Saints already have a really good team. So to me, just really, really big, I think, if the Saints would be able to land Antonio Brown. Obviously, they're going to have to outbid the Raiders, and the Raiders could give more, but we don't really know how much they're willing to give. And that's obviously something else to think of. Maybe they don't. Maybe they just want to, you know, keep tabs on Antonio Brown. It could be the Saints, same thing. But the Saints are definitely one of the teams. Um, you know, when you talk about it, a person like Prestige and a writer like Mike Silver, he wouldn't just tweet this out if he didn't think there was actually a um, interest here. And you know, people are saying keep out, keep an eye out for Des Bryant to the Saints. Same thing. Um, and they ended up being right. The people that said that. So I think there's interest. I think that Saints will be in the mix to the end. Now, I don't know if they'll be able to sign him, but um, I think they'll be in the mix to the end. Sean Payton says there have been no talks that he don't really. And what is he, you know, he's not going to say, you know, he know obviously he knows, but he's not going to say either way. And he can't just say like no comment because that's going to be obviously, yeah, we had talks. So really got to say no. And then, you know, I know it's lying and it's not obviously the best thing to do, but it's happened before and it's probably going to happen again. You know, people, maybe they really haven't had talks yet. Maybe they're just still mulling it over in the organization. But I do think the Saints have had preliminary talks, excuse me, about this trade. And then really there was just one more thing that came out by um, Josh Katzenzein. He said that all the Saints free agents, at least their top free agents, will have interest in other teams if the Saints don't resign them, including Mark Ingram, Alex Okafor, uh, Craig Robertson, and I think that's really, really interesting. Sean Payton did say in his um, interview that Craig Robinson, he did mention him, and he said that like he's a really good locker room guy, and the Saints want him back. So, look, when you have these two guys, if I was going to say out of um, Mark Ingram, I really have all our free agents, who are the two guys I'd want? It's definitely Mark Ingram, and then I'm thinking that it's going to be, and this is what I want. Now, look, maybe I think you get uh, Craig Robinson back, probably on a short-term deal. And really, who are the other guys? You have P.J. Williams, who, look, if you can get him back short-term on not a lot of money, you get him. But And then also, you have um, Tyler Davidson, who I think there are better nose tackles out there, and I think the Saints couldn't get a better player there. And then also, you got to look at um, maybe Kirk Coleman. Obviously, you're not, you just cut him, so you're not going to have a free agent really there. Maybe you'll pick him up on a little short-term deal. But besides that, the Saints, Des Bryant, maybe I'd pick Des Bryant over him. But really, when you're looking at it, I think that's what the Saints are looking at. And uh, it's definitely very, very interesting there. So I think that's going to wrap up our um, really new segment, uh, Rumor Mill, whatever you guys want to call it. There's definitely a lot of rumors. There are even more that we didn't get to touch in on, but I think those are the most important. So we can get to our main topic. And our main topic this week is, as I said before, the secondary, recapping it, and then going into the 2019 season. So for me, looking at it, again, this is like the linebackers. I keep a lot of the same. It did good at, during during the end of the season. Secondary, a big thing is communication, and having the same guys back is going to help you with that. Um, and I think that's what the Saints have to do. A lot of more still on that rookie contract to me. He did take a little of a dip, but not a big enough dip 
to say where like he's still not a number one corner and lockdown corner. He's locked down and he showed it during the end of the season. Clutch in playoff games too had a really, really nice game against Eagles. To me, third year jump I think is gonna make it. I think he's gonna be one of the best corners in the league next year. Definitely watch out for that. To me, you keep Eli Apple in that second um role. He is another year, and then you have you can pick up his fifth year option, which I mean I think you do if he's playing like this. But um definitely He's probably going to get better and better. He definitely likes this locker room. He definitely likes this town. It's not as high profile as New York, and I think that helps him. And Because people saying that he was a distraction to the Giants, and I didn't see that in New Orleans. Uh, I didn't see it one bit. He fit right in with the guys, the, you know, a lot of guys from Ohio State. He fit right in with the, you know, the group, and I think he'll continue that. Then on to uh, Patrick Robinson. He's under contract. We're going to keep him, and hopefully he can stay healthy coming off that injury. And then we get into some of the free agents. And also, we re-signed Justin Hardy, so... He was amazing, and he's going to you know, keep on hopefully being amazing. I think he will. I really like Justin Hardy. He's one of my favorite players on the team because he really has grit. And I think he's getting better at, even at the cornerback position. And I think down the road, if the Saints want to use him as a cornerback, I think he could be um, a good player there. And probably it will be you know, for only a couple of games. He's definitely a good depth piece at the corner position as well. He had a pick against the game I was at against the Redskins, so obviously really big. But the three free agents here is going to be P.J. Williams, Ken Crawley, Chris Banjo. P.J. Williams is gone. Uh, uh, actually, on my sheet here, I just wrote by because he he's not coming back, guys. Um, I don't think the Saints want him back. Um, I don't think Ken Crawley really – I think he wants to be on the Saints, but I don't think he knows that he probably needs to change here if he wants to start and do other things. It didn't really work out. He completely free-falled from last year. Got to give him an F. He just was not good, um, and I don't think the Saints will resign him. Maybe if he falls in their laps at, like, you know, the minimum – like 500k but besides that i do not think he's gonna going to be coming back but i think some team he was a starter last year so i think some team will give him a little bit of money then you're looking at pj williams um free agency i would sign him as i said before short term not a lot of money um he kind of shot himself in the foot in the free agent market by getting the dui he did plead not guilty so we'll see what happens um with that ongoing legal battle with williams but if they say he's going back um i would definitely try to he Bounced back a lot. He was, to me, one of the greatest improved players on this team throughout the year. you got to give him a lot of credit. And I think, looking forward to it, he could be a really good backup corner. You can never have enough depth back there, as we saw this year. So, to me, try to keep him in short term, but you're not giving him, you know, double-digit money or anything. Short term, and, uh, you know, we can see what happens there. And then Chris Banjo, to me, please resign him. Please, it's going to be short term. It's not going to be a lot of money, but he's a special teams ace to go along with Justin Hardy. Unless you're getting another special teams ace, that's really, really good. I just go out there and get um, keep Banjo. That's just what I do. And I think that, you know, when you're looking at it, um, this place, is, this whole group, excuse me, is, I think, going to improve if you just keep it together. I don't think you're going to need to add anyone in free agency. I just don't think the Saints will need to do that. Again, it's going to be a little of a shorter group. Obviously, our beginning groups are a lot more. But I think, especially this group of cornerbacks, I wouldn't change. And then onto our safeties, really the second part of the secondary, we're looking at, um, Marcus Williams, Kirk Coleman was cut, and Von Bell. Marcus Williams obviously had a down year. Um, I wouldn't call it a sophomore slump per se, but it was not good. Um, if you want to know more analysis, and really deep analysis on his play this year, go check out Deuce Windham um, on the Hudak Confessional. He did a full film study on him, and he really did a really good job. So if you really want to go all in on Marcus Williams, go check that out. But Marcus Williams, to me, I think he's going to be a candidate for a – um, a huge third-year jump. I think he, this may be the year that he makes the Pro Bowl. Everyone was saying it last year. But I think this year may be the year. I'm expecting a large third-year jump. And I do not get a safety 
And I'm probably in the minority here. I wouldn't be mad if the Saints signed um, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, but I don't think it's an, a necessity. Excuse me. I don't think that there's a high possibility that it's going to happen. I think that could it's possible, but it's not high. Um, I think there's a better chance that the Saints get Antonio Brown, and I think there's a better chance that they get a star in the defensive tackle. I think that those are better possibilities. I think it's a better chance that they get Jared Cook. That's just what I feel. But I stick with Williams. I think Williams is a great player, and I'm going to stick with him. I stuck with him last year, and I'm going to stick with him through a struggle this year. I think he's a really good player. And then finally, um, Von Bell. First of all, another player. Give him, you know, most improved player a year of the world. Really, really good job by Von Bell. Um, came in here. Um, he did really good in tackling. He's really good, um, really a playmaker. And you need those types of players. And and then even later in the season, he got really good at covering. That is just really huge. If he can, you know, do what he's doing right now, I think that's all that the Saints need. If he gets makes, you know, he made that third year jump, now make a little more of a jump, come into that starter. Right now, he's a quality starter in the NFL. Maybe he can make that jump a little bit more to a Pro Bowl player, but. I mean, if he could do what he did this year, really good job by Von Bell, made huge strides, and he was, you know, made a lot of plays, fumbles. He's just, I think you can, ball skills are going to get better, I think, in time. But you showed in that Eagles game, I think that was one of his best games of the season. His ball skills are outstanding. He stopped Zach Ertz. He stopped even their um, slot receivers. He was stopping their slot receivers. It was a really good job by him. Overall, this grade, my grade for this whole group is going to be, I'd say average. I would probably give it a B. I know I haven't given grades for the other ones, but I think this one, may warrant a grade this whole group because they were so up and down. Um, not like the other groups. I feel like the other groups, they've been really, really good. Um, I'm not really going to fault any of the groups. I think everyone was solid, but this one, the beginning of the season, it was just damn awful. Uh, it was not good. And then you look at later in the season, it was lights out. So that's why I'm going to average it out. I'll give them a B because I think this is the only group that needed help at the beginning of the season, like major help. Maybe needed even you know, help. That switched really right after they got Eli Apple. Maybe Eli Apple is the difference. He was the player they needed. They got him. You got to give him an A. He gets an A for the season because he he was supposed to do Ken Crawley's job, and he did it better than Ken Crawley did last year. Really good job by him, and it made this team, especially in that second half, a top ten defense. And that's why I think this defense can be a top ten defense next season because they'll have probably an upgrade on on the defensive line, and then they'll also have that back end. If they play even close to what they did in the playoffs at the end of the season, they will be in good shape. So now we're going to move over to our Houdat Nation fan questions. Our first question is from Houdat231310, and he asked, Cook is going to test free agency. What is your opinion on that? And this is what I think about Jair Cook. I mean, I've said it for a while, and I think he's just a really good tight end. He's a classic tight end that obviously he's not going to be a Jimmy Graham 15 touchdowns, you know, over, you know, 12, like 100 yards. He's not going to do that. But, I mean, look at it last year. He had 68 catches for 896 yards on six TDs. That's really, really good. If a Saints tight end could put that up, we'd be really in business because last year we weren't even close to that. He, you know, looking even maybe in the last two years, he, like um, Jared Cook, in even one year, he almost outdid our whole tight end group in the last two years, just for him for one season. That's obviously going to be something to look at. But I do think that when you look at it, Jared Cook, he's got the ball skills. He can high point the ball over any defender. He's a good route runner. He's a good blocker. And he's a good leader. That's going to get him a lot of money in the, in the free agency. That's why he's probably going to hit the open market to see you know, how much money is he going to get. And I think if the Saints can bring him in for three years, around $25 million, sign him up. Before I sign up AB, which I think maybe some people don't agree on, but that's just what I feel. I think the Saints have a bigger need at tight end. And I think Jared Cook fills that need in completely, which would obviously be huge. 
Antonio Brown, I think he obviously fills the need at wide receiver by a lot, but I don't know by the same extent that uh, Jared Cook does. Obviously, if the Saints could ever get both, I'd be completely down for that. But that's obviously just not going to happen. I think all Saints fans really know that at this point. But I do think that the Saints right now, if they can cook and they get a defensive tackle and they can get a um, a d- offensive lineman or some type of depth there, I think that the Saints would be much better than better than last year, not much better, and they'd be ready to go um, next season. Obviously, if they add Antonio Brown instead of Jared Cook, I would be fine with that. Then you bring maybe a low-end tight end in there, and then you're fine. And then I'm not mad because you have Antonio Brown and Mike Thomas out there. And that's the best wide receiver duo in the league right now, maybe of all time. It's it's a really good deal if they ever bring that together. But that's just what I feel about Jared Cook. He's my number one option at tight end, and I think the Saints should definitely pick him up. And then our next question is from Houdat91341. He asks, um, top-rated free agents. Um, so this is underrated free agents, excuse me. So he wants to know about you know, some players going under the radar that the Saints may pick up. So I did one from a couple of positions that I thought were in need for the Saints. I did wide receiver, tight end, um, defensive tackle, and then also safety. The Saints wanted to bring in a player like that in, in the secondary. So first, we're looking at Austin Safarian Jenkins, who, look, he's definitely just got cut. So obviously he's not the, you know, he was cut by the Jaguars, who weren't even a good team. So he would definitely perform with them. That's obviously not good for him. But he's been able to put up touchdowns with the Jets. I believe he had eight touchdowns with the Jets one year, and he was really, really good. And you're not, and you can get him really cheap. Now, see, like the Saints got the Antonio Brown type player. I'd bring in ASJ, and then he's with um, Josh Hill, and he'll be fine there. And I think that's definitely a possibility for the Saints. He's really good in the red zone, which the Saints had trouble with. And then think of that: you could have Austin Safarian Jenkins, AB. And Michael Thomas in the red zone. That that would be amazing. The Saints, I don't think they would ever, you know, not score a touchdown. Because how I mean, how you how do you just guard that? Um, the Saints would be really um, have a lot of depth in that pass catching um, type players. It would just be a good move for the Saints if they brought in a B. So to me, that would just be a really good job of the Saints if they can get that type of player with a B. Now, obviously, if you can get a Jared Cook player with maybe another wide receiver that's a little lesser than a B, that's really the same thing, just swapping. But that's just what I feel there with um, Austin's Ferrin Jenkins. Then going on to wide receiver, um, I'm going to go with Martavis Bryant, who's obviously had his issues in Pittsburgh and he had his issues with the law, but he's fast. And if the Saints ever needed an outside receiver, let's say they struck out on Antonio Brown, you could go to this guy. He's, number one, a really, um, really fast. Gonna, his separation ability is amazing. His playmaking ability is really good. Um, and his running is not that bad. Those three things are really good. And look, obviously, he didn't put up the stats over the last couple of years. But he had some pretty big years. And maybe if he came with the Saints, you know, again, a good locker room could, you know, put him into shape and he could be a really good player. And moving over to the defense, I think – defensive tackle Jordan Phillips. I think he could be a potential option for the Saints if they struck out on big free agents and they're just looking for that player, like kind of like a backup option if they wanted to like just re-sign Tyler Davidson, um, bank on Sheldon Rankin's coming back, and um, hopefully a smaller suspension from David Onyemata if that happened. I think Jordan Phillips, he used to play for the Dolphins and the Bills. Um, he's really a run stopper, but he could definitely get after the quarterback. Um, he's had two sacks a couple of years. So obviously, he doesn't get after the quarterback a lot, but he gets it a little bit. Um, he's, I mean, huge. He's over 300 pounds. He's 6'6". 
um he used to be on the dolphins and that's my brother's favorite team and he called he calls him i call him the coke machine with legs it's because he's huge and he's pretty athletic for his size so i I think you know he was second round pick for a reason high pick and i think he could um hone his talents maybe in a new place and a new division and uh, have some success with the saints i think he could be a breakout candidate not only as a backup maybe he's this year's taylor um stalworth but i think he can definitely be a player short-term deal one or a one year um one million something very very short and i think the saints could get this done and then also looking at like a secondary type player is going to be jimmy ward former first round pick um he could play I and mean, this is why i really think that the saints should get him is he can play safety cornerback and special teams especially if the saints lost a chris banjo type player i think that could definitely really really help the saints um he's not really been that good in the last couple of years but look new start and uh you know, obviously he was a bus type player, but he's definitely not a bad player. He's just not, you know, a first round type player and, you know, with the talent he has. So maybe an- another case, maybe a new scenery helps him turn this thing around. And look, worst comes worse, he's a really good special team player and he plays on the special teams. But I mean, it's good to have that depth. And I think the scenes do need that depth in the secondary. So I think this could be a really, really good move by the Saints. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and enjoy our podcast in general, you can follow us on Twitter at the Dis, on Instagram at Discussion, and on Podomatic at the Discussion. And then also you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Google Play channel, our Spotify channel, and our iTunes channel at the Discussion. On iTunes, please rate and review us. If you guys give more five-star reviews and rate us, um highly give us a really good review we could put more content out for you and then also on youtube please leave a comment hit that um notification bell all that fun stuff so you guys um again could get more content see more content of mine and just you know grow the channel as we definitely are still growing again our film study will be coming out tomorrow on the defensive tackles and i think that's all i really got to say for this episode so with all that said i want to say thank you prove them right And who da?